<laughs> that was what? just for one listener in particular that we were thinking about. You know yeah. who you are. You know who you are, bitch. <laughs> What's up, fuckers? It's the Oh Dear podcast. Yeah, dude, we say shit that makes your mom say oh dear because she's a bitch, dude. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Listen up, cunt. <laughs> just going on way too hard, way too soon. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Christian. No, Moran. no, sustain it for an hour. Sustain <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't go into real Christian mode. All right, fuckheads. So this week, <laughs> this yeah, we name our fans fuckheads. <laughs> What's up, fuckhead nation? <laughs> this week. We're selling merch that say fuckheads. I'm a big fuckhead. Shirts big, if you want them. It's a middle finger. It's all. Yeah, dude. Fuck you, mom. The, one of the lines in the H is actually a finger, dude. It's so dope. Yeah. Fucking. So now you Fuck can heads, tell me dude. How you feel. Oh, Everybody knows how you feel while you work at your at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> Seasonal employment's the best you could do, dude. Oh, anyway. Hi. My, my, uh, welcome to the Odeer Podcast. Uh, with me, as always, are my co-hosts. Brett Raybould and Nick Whitmer. I don't know How's if I yeah. saw How is it yeah, going? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys know the drill. All y'alls, y'alls know the drill. You know what's crazy to me? Y'all is like acceptable. Is an acceptable uh, word now. Like, what's wrong with I was, that? I mean, yeah, wasn't it the word in Wordle the other day? No, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to me. But it's just weird because when I was like growing up, I wasn't like allowed to say it like by my parents or um my teachers or anything it's like y'all was like y'all don't say y'all even in the south like teachers were like don't say y'all that's not why because it was like lazy or yeah it was like lazy it was like improper. it was like grammar. ain't yeah like i remember uh teachers used to say ain't ain't a word ain't <laughs> ain't no word so like yeah. you gotta say isn't and so but now like you hear like um Congress people say y'all, and they're like nobody bats an eye. It's well, I mean, it is interesting, Christian, because uh, I mean, your English is actually like very good. Um, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like I, Wimmer, I've I actually don't know if I've ever had a problem with your English, Christian. Um, Wimmer, have you? <laughs> No, I'm so surprised, you know, it's like never no accent. It's really good, you know. <laughs> no, it never comes up. Are you, you but you're ESL, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all seven years. <laughs> I don't know what ESL uh how long you're supposed to take that for. I just remember the kids in ESL would like get taken out of class and I was like, What are they where are they going? And then they would come back. What's ESL? I don't even know if I've heard of that. It was like for Spanish speaking students or they would like take them out of class and teach them English while you know, like if you moved to the United States when you were in like third grade, you know, like everybody's way ahead of you in terms of like um, speaking right, right. And language. So they would take you out for a little while. And then um, it's funny, like, what would they when would they choose to take you out? They're like, you don't need to learn American history. Just come over here. We'll teach you. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're also like they're not learning anything because I don't understand what the fuck they're saying. I know. Yeah. Not so that. 
they would take him out and then just like give him English lessons basically. I was actually thinking about that the other day because I was at a bodega and I like they were just busy. So I, I ordered me and Sarah breakfast and I just had to wait for like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes for it to get done. And I was just watching the bodega guy and I was just thinking like you should have to go to college to have this guy's job. Because, like, this dude, this dude, like, first of all, he speaks to me in, like, perfect English. And then he speaks to other customers in Spanish. And then a Middle Eastern guy comes in. And I swear to God, he spoke, like, whatever the fuck language that was. Right. Um, And then he's, like, he's getting a beer order in. So he has to, like, like, look up the fucking order to make sure it's the right amount of everything. And then he has to, like, direct the guy to the right cooler to put the beer in. And then some guy comes in to play the lottery. And I'm like, he runs, like, a, a casino, too. So he's, like, <laughs> he's just, like, <laughs> he's just with this dude, like, r- working out the odds of whatever the fuck. I'm like, this guy has, like, seven different jobs. <laughs> like, yeah. This guy's unbelievable. He's, like, he knows, like, three languages, he ha- he has to know betting odds and in in gaming and everything like that. He has to take in orders and inventory and everything. I was like, this guy has the heart, and then he knows people like in the community too. He's like, oh hey man, and he knows like people's sandwich orders and stuff. It's crazy. I like that he's also tutoring a group of children while he's like cooking the food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a, he has to be a short order cook. He has to be yeah, able to learn how to you know, like yes, like what other job where you have to have all those random skills that would seemingly have no connection but here he's the business manager or like he's the property right manager. Like, he's like he runs the books <laughs> yeah he's got to figure out the rent and stuff that's a hell of a right. job man i'm sure but, there's people that get paid a lot more for less yeah yeah, yeah i love how it, it's like very respectful of how you know someone's intelligence Although for the Middle Eastern guy, you're like, whatever the fuck that language was. <laughs> I'm just saying there's like there's like three or four different options, and I'm not smart enough to know which one he was speaking. So I didn't want to say like, you start talking in Farsi, because I'm not, come on. No, no. But you did want to say he started talking in Hobby Jobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuckheads. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, uh, I, I, you know, I mean, it would be funny if as a society we're like, you know, uh, guys who run bodegas, they need $200,000 of student loan debt. That's, I think, what would make <laughs> yeah. their lives better. Yeah, yeah you yeah. need to be, come on, dude. You didn't pay enough money to get this job. <laughs> I one I time had a bodega guy because everyone always believes they have a somewhat special relationship with their bodega guy, mm-hmm. right? And I remember for like uh, like a couple of years, I would always walk in and he would always go, hey, Captain. And I was always <laughs> like, yeah. And then one time I walked in and he didn't see me walk in and I was like getting, looking at chips or whatever. And then another white guy who looked a lot like me came in and he goes, hey, captain. And I was like, wait, I'm not the only captain. I was like, what the fuck, man? I thought I was captain. Meanwhile, it's just every kind of white guy. He's just like, there's captain. And we're all going like, I'm special. I thought he, God, he gave you guys here. a. <laughs> he gave you guys a fucking rank, like an yeah, yeah. impressive one, just because you're a white guy. <laughs> I demanded. I actually demanded he call me captain. Like if I walked um, in, like, hey, admiral, I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I walk in, he's like, hey, private. <laughs> <laughs> hey, private, sh- and then he just. 
<laughs> yeah, you're here to clean the floors with a toothbrush, you maggot. <laughs> can military can the military still be mean? Are they allowed to? Like, are they uh, or is maggot question. too close to the you know that one word? Um, like, can they still do that, or they have to like? I think that they can definitely get in your face and yell, but I think that they definitely probably had to do some sort of PC line in the sand because, you know, you can't just straight up call people, you know, tarot, like words that you're not allowed to say. And, you know, because then all of a sudden you could get a lawsuit. But I mean, there is definitely something to like them being yelled at and shit that's still happening. I'm pretty sure I have a couple of friends in the military and like, They've said things that, like, the standards for, like, PT, like, you're supposed to, apparently, when you're enlisted, you have to do, like, a PT test, a physical fitness test. I don't know, like, every six months or something like that, or every couple months to prove that you're still in good enough shape or whatever. And they've, like, lowered and lowered the standards. And they've kind of complained that some of the people in the military are not actually really, you know fit enough or something um so i there's definitely something like that going on but i don't know i i don't i think that they still have to yell at you it's weird that that part's i don't know that's that's really interesting i wonder if there's like like you know like um like the obvious full metal jacket kind of drill sergeant Mm -hmm. you know that obviously i don't think could exist anymore but it would be funny to see like what they're allowed to say like right you know like uh like i you know you owe me 20 push-ups i can't i have a waiver well then you just stand there <laughs> like, <laughs> like, completely lost their drop down there. and give me 50 you cisgendered piece of shit <laughs> it's just updated pc terms yeah yeah it's that's that's the derogatory term they use because it's safe they go, you little straight white male you stupid straight white male he's talking to a filipino lady yeah. <laughs> oh man that's funny to think about. It, you know, it's I noticed that's like then that's I mean it's probably not new, but it's like the newer thing to so I've been doing this this open mic at a gay bar. And it's like I can't stress to you how amazing this open mic is. Like I've never seen a group of people who are it's like a show. Like the host comes on, he's like singing a show tune, but changing the words and it's hilarious. He has a mic during your set so he can just interrupt and say catty things and it's like the whole thing is so funny and it's everybody like it doesn't feel like a mic at all because everybody's laughing at everything yeah um but i have noticed that a lot of uh, the gay comics that perform like their standard go-to jokes are like straight white male jokes and they're just mm-hmm. doing like russell peters but for straight white males yeah mm-hmm. and it's just like another version of like the ethnic stereotype and i'm like i really think that like I'm not offended in any way at all, but I just find it like kind of amusing that like if you are being like discriminated against in some way or your class is seen as a oppressed minority of some kind or whatever, it's like the only way we as humans know how to do anything is just through bigotry. You know what I mean? Like if (laughs) we're trying to correct a wrong, we're like, oh, dude, white people are racist to black people. Shit. 
how can we fix this? I know. Let's let all the people be racist to white people now, and then it'll fix it. And it's like it, the only thing as humans we're capable of doing is just being shitty. Like there's no like coming together. There's no – and again, I'm not complaining or anything. I'm not offended. I just think – I'm just amused by how like speaking truth to power if you're – a comedian and you're like oh let's just make fun of straight white males for being straight and white and males it's just kind of funny well yeah people lean on it because it's it's easy and it's quick and it's it's like um yeah i mean it's just like the most safe thing to make fun of like you're no one I, i i especially hate it if I've ever heard a white person say something about like, ugh, white people. Right. It, I, it genuinely, it fills me with a rage that you're betraying our race like that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, what a fucking traitor, dude. <laughs> dude, dude, race trainers, bro. I have no time. No, but um, no, but uh, <laughs> the um, you were born white. <laughs> you better you are... start acting white, <laughs> dude. Anytime there's an H before white, it's they're racist. Anyone who says white, a h h h w h i t e, white man, I'm a white man. Um, but uh. Yeah, it's just something that you can say. And I mean, there are such easy go tos for how you make fun of white guys. I think the mm-hmm. cryptocurrency one, I'm like so over that one being a thing. It also it also particularly annoys me because like like I've heard I've had, you know, seen like female comics make fun of they call cryptocurrency like the astrology for for white men right but it's like hey why is the thing why is like trying to make more money from your money seen as like a loser guy thing to do does this make sense yeah Yeah. i I mean i i just think that's easy targets and i think that like it's something that comedically it makes sense in the in the sense of like Oh, this is a new thing, and new yeah. things always get talked about. And then, the, how can we sum up this new thing and dismiss it in the easiest way possible? Which is like what I think bad comedy does. It's like you take the low hanging fruit, and then you make the easy jokes about the low hanging fruit. Oh, crew. yeah, you would say that, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? I don't eat fruit. <laughs> oh, there's, there's like an actual punch up. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, you're absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's like it is the lowest of low fruit at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody always does that. Like it's it's just basically picking a thing. It's like picking, you know, like. It's it's basically what Brett just said. It's like picking crypto is just like, all right, what do we talk about? What's fill in? It's like Mad Libs in in a way. It's like, it's like yeah, because um, in two years there's a new one or something, right? right. Yeah, crypto is the new like gentrified bit or whatever it is, right? Like, right. And then I think like, after that, like the the next the next level of comedian or next level, of, it's like the ones who go just a little bit deeper or just the contrarian ones. 
yeah who then take the the bit that everybody's talking about and then just does the opposite right and then you know and it's like i don't know there's so there's so much of that too there's a lot of comedians who are just um okay what's in the news okay this is in the news what's everybody's take on it okay here i'm going to try to defend the opposite take so like yeah. you know not my because bit, i believe in it yeah because not because i believe in it right. not at all yeah exactly so it's like oh what's crypto's bad is what everybody's saying all right i'm gonna do crypto's good and i'm gonna do it this is why crypto's good and it's gonna be a way that's fucked up and you know like <laughs> it's like a everybody is doing a algebra equation yeah and uh that's what i find annoying about a lot of comedy now is like it's so formulaic did i ever it's, tell you oh sorry Chris, you go. no no real quick i was just, it's just funny like you know a comic's bad when they just go this is gonna be fucked up <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry brett go ahead no did i ever tell you about my uh, meeting when i met with a billionaire once no oh, no i never told you guys about that I don't think oh, so. Wow. Um, so, and it's, it's about cryptocurrency. And uh, so obviously, as you guys know, I launched Breitcoin, not but maybe seven, eight months ago. And um, I tweeted at a man named Anthony Diorio, who's uh, one of the co-founders of the second biggest cryptocurrency called Ethereum. Mm-hmm. So, and to my surprise, and I said like something like, thanks for inventing the technology so that I could launch this project. And then he wrote back, tweeted back, and I tagged him and a few others. And he tweeted back, like, he tweeted back, uh, DM me if you want to uh, have a meeting. And uh, it's just funny to be like, well, it would be so fun to just big time this billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> and just, and I wish I had in some ways tweeted just pass. <laughs> but uh, I obviously was like, yes, I will meet with you to see hello, what is up. So um, I uh, met with him and he was a tremendously, tremendously uh, nice guy. And I'm like more than appreciative of his time. I will say he did have one idea that I was completely opposed to as here's the thing. He has a like in that moment, this is a good marketing idea, but come on, here's what it is. He told me he was like, you know, you should become be like the crypto comic like you should that should be like your name yeah the crypto comic and that is such a expedient idea that i honestly probably would like succeed more readily and quickly in terms of like localized thing that has a huge fan base in which there is an absence of funny people in it Uh but you would be doing corporate gigs in a month like you'd be sold and i dude and and i would have a net worth worth half a million within four and a half weeks Mm -hmm. right i would i you're you're absolutely right i would have booked some but then you but i mean could you imagine having that be the thing that you are that the the thing not like i have this one random project and maybe it's funny but like that is my thing i'm the crypto comic yeah. And then like you start, you're like half an hour into your set and you try to do your wedding bit and people are like, what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck out of here. 
I was yeah, on a date. about crypto. <laughs> they just shout out. They just shout out crypto. Ethereum. <laughs> do do the, Dogecoin. Do Dogecoin. The lamest echoes ever. <laughs> yo 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 blockchain blockchain. <laughs> Shiba do Shiba now. <laughs> like you have a bit about every crypto. Like yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I mean, that's like the, it, it, that's just coming from some, and like, listen, if you had no aspirations to be a respected stand-up comedian and you didn't, you, you started stand-up, if you didn't start stand-up because you cared about stand-up and you cared about like your voice and all the things that we all care about, it would be a really quick, easy way of, you know, rising and stuff. And there's, you know, there's more, uh, I mean, I, I think we've seen nihilistic comedians, you know, kind of do things like this in the past, you know, with various things. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a terrible idea for you because you're just, you're funny and you have a voice and everything like that. Um, but you know, you did tell me the story. I just didn't realize the guy who told you that was a billionaire. Like now I'm like, dude, maybe you should listen to him. I mean, (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) He has a billion dollars, you know, like, dude, like your career is not, your voice isn't that like unique, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) or also instead of becoming the, the crypto comic, you could have been like, Hey, can you just give me like 200 grand? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, dude, you won't even notice it's gone. Just give me 200 grand. It'll change my life. And you won't even know it's gone. It's, it's incredibly, it's incredibly accurate (laughs) that just penance to him is life changing money for everyone else in the world. Yeah. And that's so, it's like so insane to think about like, he has the potential to just change a life just like that. But he did right. a billionaire move during the meeting. It was over Zoom. And um, he, uh, I think he had somewhere else to be also. And he like squeezed me in because he started <clears throat> changing while we were talking. <laughs> so we had been talking 20 minutes and, you know, I'm still doing whatever spiel. And he literally gets up and I can see him walk to like the back area of his kitchen and he starts just changing his pants and then changing his shirt. And like, I can see him like in his box of briefs shirtless at one point. And, (laughs) and it's just like, it's like a, it's like a real billionaire move. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to get naked during the meeting because I have somewhere else to be. And like, what are you going to, what are you going to do? Like, what do you, what does it matter? What are you going to do? He only does. He only did that for you. He's like, Oh, it's like this kid. It's a good looking kid. Let me uh, <laughs> let's see what's up. <laughs> it's you know I like to think of it as a huge power move. It's a total. Power <laughs> move. What's that dude? Uh, yeah, you, he pulled like Jeff Jeffrey Tubin on you, that yeah. New Yorker guy or whatever. Started. Yeah. Who's that? He was that guy. He was like um he like wrote for He's the New wrote for the New Yorker. He's like a lawyer, I think. But he does like his pieces and stuff. And he was, I think, he worked for CNN. Yeah, and they were doing some company Zoom call, and then they're like, "Okay, guys, we're gonna break for lunch or something." And then he just didn't know how to turn his Zoom off, and he started watching porn and jacking off, and people saw him doing it. Oh man, it's oh <laughs> people. Oh man, this was a New Yorker writer. Yeah, I think so. Definitely New York Times, but most he was on yeah. CNN. He's done. Oh. You know, like when people have, they're like part of the 
you know, the intellectual class or whatever. I think he was yeah. a lawyer. So he was a yeah. lawyer in some famous case, and that gave him license to write for the New York Times and write for the New Yorker and be yeah. a part of CNN and all those things. He's just one of those talking heads whenever they need legal somebody legal to speak on an issue he they bring him in and he talks and stuff and then he's like yeah exactly what whitmer said he's he's in a meeting the thing i didn't know is they broke for lunch i thought he was just like this shit's boring uh knock one out it's it's a tough thing because you're like you know he didn't do anything wrong like i mean he did but (laughs) well did he he unintentionally did. I mean, yeah. listen, uh, you know, he exposed himself to people who he worked with, whether it's on purpose or an accident, it still happened. Did they um, see his junk? Because, like, I mean, you got to have your camera, like, <laughs> in a weird position for... Right. I mean, for, they definitely saw him whacking off, and they probably yeah, heard I mean, the porn. You can see... Yeah, that's true. And he was... They were muted or some shit, so they were, they were the whole time were like, Jeff, yo, Jeff, Jeffrey... Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I mean, I was. Yeah. Or, or did he do this in a face-to-face meeting? One on one, a breakout room. A breakout. Uh, um, but that's weird. That'd be like, like, I wonder if you do say something to him, like. You have to. I I would think so, but like also, do you? Just well, he got like, suspended. Oh, I think. No, I mean during the thing. Like, do you? Oh. Like if, if Brett starts jacking off like right now and you and I are talking, <laughs> wouldn't you be like, Brett, what do you do? Like <laughs> Brett, your camera's on or like right, instead of just like us continuing the meeting, <laughs> just right. letting him go. Oh, no. Yeah that's, that's, yeah. that's why I think like it was a break and yeah. people like left their computers or something. Yeah. But then some people had theirs on still or something. That, that, that's what it made it sound like. And then people yeah. were like, oh, my God, what are you doing? He's like, oh, shit. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be such a bummer to be like, that's going to be mortifying. I would like just get off camera and never just show up again. I just, that's the thing. It's, it's so funny because like he, he gets suspended and stuff and people are like, you know, then you, you it was like an issue for like five minutes in the, the news cycle. And people are like, he should be fired. And other people yeah. are like, hey, come on. It was an accident. Cancel yeah. culture. Run amok. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 but you're course. totally right, Christian. It's like if that were me, I'd be like. Is quitting an option? Can he quit? <laughs> like, like, can he just yeah. be like, I'm too embarrassed to work there again. Sorry, I'm out. Like, Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to get canceled. I'm just going to work at Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On my own. Self-imposed Denny's yeah. employment. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – I bet how many people like behind the scenes – not behind the scenes of CNN, but like how many people like on the street and stuff? Just came up to him and th- you think we're like, yeah, I, I, I got that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I just forgot to turn my camera off. It's like it happens. It happens. Yeah, it does happen. I mean, you know, I've seen I've seen Whitmer peruse porn sometimes during our OD yeah. recordings. I mean, listen, I gotta. I'm trying to get my volume here, right? I gotta do something. You guys are fucking boring me, dude. <laughs> Speaking of uh, canceling, it's so funny to me because like uh, um, everybody's like the world is like canceled Russia basically. Like everyone's yeah. like cutting uh, them off financially. Yeah, They're, like, that's very true. It's so funny. Dude, I know. War, everybody's like, we're canceling you. I know. It, it's actually the first time I've actually thought that cancel culture c- kind of like 
can be used for a force of good. No, it's going the... too far. What a guy can't invade another country. <laughs> Cancel <laughs> culture, run amok, dude. This is bullshit. Dude, you can't fucking kill innocent school children without some fucking floozy on the internet with green hair <laughs> and blue armpits. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're right. It is. Go ahead, Rig. No, it's just like because everybody is helping, but I don't think it's because people care about Ukraine. I think it's because they're worried about the consequences of appearing as if they don't care about Ukraine. Like, so Switzerland, like literally financially, like Switzerland is like (laughs) is 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 independent on everything. That's their whole modus operandi. They're like. They, they fucking didn't even go, come out against the Nazis. They actually held, like, Nazi, like, financials, I think. Like, they had, like, Hitler's bank account or some shit like that. And they're like, nah, nah, we're not weighing in. We're Switzerland. We don't do that. But now they're like, fuck oh Russia, God. dude. Russia oh doesn't fucking. And they, 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 like, they, like, Bro. stopped working with Russia. So it's like, dude. Like cancel culture kind of worked. Switzerland's like we've been saying he's fucking weird <laughs> the whole time. We never liked it, dude. I love so Hitler banked with some Swiss bank. So I just I like picturing Hitler on the phone like hello hi I'd um I'd uh, like to switch my cash back from travel to uh, grocery. <laughs> Can I use my points to fly to South America? <laughs> <laughs> um, that, but that, that's like, that's, I mean, you call that canceling or like call that like, it was, it's kind of interesting on like, oh, that's a way to wage war is you, you know, not, and maybe even more effective, but not just through like tanks and missiles. It's like trying to, you know, uh, chop block their finances, which would probably create pressure within Russia for even their own townspeople to be like, stop fucking doing this. Yeah. And not to mention like all of their protesters in Russia, like they like, I don't know. I read on the news or heard on the news that they re- they arrested like 6,000 people for protests, like 6,000. How do you wow. arrest 6,000 people? Jesus. So like the people in Russia are clearly kind of upset about this. And at this point, it just looks like it's Putin and whoever just loves Putin versus the entire world. And eventually I feel like that side's going to cave. But maybe not. The news also has said like, you know, keep in mind Russia – is still Russia. Meaning, then basically, they were like, I know in this early onset, it was like, oh wow, it feels like Ukraine actually has like, you know, positive momentum and a fighting right. chance. And but the news was like, but remember, we don't get happy endings just because they start happy. Yeah, right. And I mean, it's a lot of the hearts and minds arguments with war. Like, w- war is totally a hearts and minds thing. It's like you know it's so like wait, the, app, the uh, go ahead which side wh- everyone say what side they're on in three <laughs> two, one uh, soviet baby i you know i want i want the soviet union well um the hearts and minds things is real because there needs to be an appetite for war because when a country goes to war everybody goes to war like like people in like you know famously rosie the riveter and like shit like that like the whole country is participating in some way or another and if your war is incredibly unpopular like vietnam was and things like that all of a sudden like 
Like there, I read an article earlier that said like there were soldiers, Russian soldiers who purposely sabotaged their vehicles. They could be like, Hey, I can't go, can't drive into Kiev because my fucking truck broke down. Sorry. You know, like people like don't want to be doing this. So yeah. as mighty as the Russian army is, it's like, our, our army was way mightier than the Vietnamese, you know, like, but they won. And same thing, you know, Afghanistan, Iraq, things like that. When a war becomes unpopular, all of a sudden, every life lost is is now weighs a lot more. So I know what they're saying that Russia is still Russia, but it's looking like this is a very unpopular decision. And without people caring like for what you're doing, it becomes a lot harder for Russia to keep this up. And eventually they're going to like do some sort of peace talk, I think, and be like, oh, yeah, this is what we wanted the whole time and lie yeah. and try to save face. And that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, mm, no, I was just reading. I was saying that um, I was reading that um, if China, basically they're, if China turns their back on them then it's kind of like then they're pretty then russia's pretty much fucked right and the, anyway, but like, right um i don't know if they're gonna do that but i i was reading that they were sort of like cutting off some things and that like putin's putin like he's just doing whatever he wants to do but really like the country's like kind of run by these oligarchs and if um if their money gets fucked up, then they'll be like, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, stupid. Let's shut yeah. it down. Um, but that's where, where that kind of canceling thing really can come in. But I don't see – I'm like looking for that article I was reading. But I don't know if China's actually going to have the balls to do it. Dude, they, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, NBC took away Putin's show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, had a new, he had a new sitcom called That's Putin and um, – <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's so funny. I don't know if this is true, by the way. It was something that I saw on TikTok, so I'm just saying. But it was. It seemed to be from somebody who wasn't just lying on purpose. It seemed to be someone who kind of knew what they're talking about. But so apparently, Twitter turned off of all the Rush, Russian accounts or whatever. Like, they just don't yeah. let Russians tweet. Um, and apparently, like re- American Republican, like Congress people, and any politician, like. There's been a noticeable less amount of engagement on their tweets. Amazing. And it's because all these Russian Twitter farms is what this is the speculation. It could, you know, there's not enough data to prove this for sure. But what people are speculating is that since they turned off all these Russian Twitter farms who just they're just troll farms trying to, like, make people angry, like all of these conservative people who are, you know, writing crazy shit all of a sudden they're just not getting any more retweets. They're not getting it. And it's all yeah. because there's the, the Russian farms are shut down basically the the tweet farms. So that's, that's what I thought was really interesting. And it's like, it kind of proves that this misinformation shit's real. Like, yeah. but we'll see. It, 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 but it also is like, it makes sense. Cause who the fuck is still engaging with people's Twitters? Yeah. Right. I just like, deactivated my Twitter. Like I, I did, deleted the app off my phone going like that's enough and then i was like no i'm gonna deactivate my and then i deactivated my account and then when football season started i was like shit i use twitter for football news and i bet on games so i need so i reactivated my account for football season and then just like yesterday i was like why do i i go here every morning when i wake up and i'm like what am i doing this is just poison right (sighs) that makes you sad or right and angry and then i listen to someone like 
it's just like you just yeah it's just the worst i think twitter's poison i think it's completely ruined everything but yeah it is the worst of the worst um it is funny to me real quick that like i it's such a stupid thing because like um there's like movie studios it's like so what hbo max or whoever it is is not releasing uh batman in russia now right like like, battle got him like like, like, turn the tanks around (laughs) i want to see robert pattinson's take (laughs) i really gotta know how our pats that's i will say that is the distinction between cancel culture and like meaningless tweets because they're like there are like the financial stuff's real, but just oh, no tweeting, tweeting, tweeting out against Russia and all the other shits, not at all. And I think that's what we're so used to. Somebody summed it up perfectly in a little video. Like it was really funny. They go like, um, like Gen Z's response, like heroic response to um, the the war in Ukraine. And it's a video of a guy opening up a refrigerator, taking a, a bottle of Russia, Russian dressing and then throwing it in the garbage. Yeah. And it's like, that's the equivalent of like how useless your stupid tweet is. Right. It's like you're, and that's what we all do. It's like, no one does anything to help anybody, but then they tweet about it and they go there. My work is done for today. Yeah. It's but like, also what am I going to do? Like apparently some, did you see Canada said to their citizens, like we're not sending anyone or anything, but you can go over there if you want. <laughs> yeah amazing. literally like yeah that was it, a, yeah that was like, another article yeah there was a one I, about a, I mean, go ahead huh? sorry no, it's like, go ahead no that's cool that's cool and everything and i you know i respect anyone who goes and fights for a noble cause but how aimless and adrift in your life are you where that's what you decide to do with your free time yeah there's a story of a of a british soldier he i guess he's retired now he said he just went to Ukraine to fight and like no one stopped him. He just showed up. He's like, all right, I'm here to fight. And they're like, cool. Welcome. <laughs> like you can just do that. Uh, you know, like that's the thing. I know what you mean when you're like saying, yeah, but what can we do? And that's a good point. What can we do? I don't know. I mean, maybe there's a way to donate money or something like that. But I just think like we've like this like generation and the generation after us is we're so like useless gestures like everybody shits on like republicans for saying thoughts and prayers after a mass shooting like way to do nothing it's like that's what you do though when you call out somebody it's it's a tweet you didn't change anything we talked about a few weeks ago with that uyghur genocide thing it's like people are like oh my god he said he doesn't care about the uyghurs how fucking dare him he sucks dude he's it's like you don't do anything what did you do today that yeah. great Christian Duran joke about the Kardashian sex tape. What did you do today? <laughs> all uh, right. Yeah, it's all it's all very uh, symbolic and um, fuck, man. I, I had a point, and uh, if you forget it, I have a story I can tell. Please, moralists, do. moralists can't can't fucking can't be moralists because you don't know where to draw the line, and then there's always something. Uh, real quick, it would be funny if there were like anybody, like if the U.S. was like, we're gonna, we're gonna help out in Ukraine, but it's an all volunteer army, and it's you know, and, but it's only people who like expressed any concern on Twitter, like anyone who expressed anything on Twitter <laughs> is 
It's a lot of baristas and people failing at writing (laughs) their screenplay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, we'll train you, but you got to go. Um, Anyway, sorry, what were you going to say? I have a, this is a, if we shift gears completely, I have a mildly crazy story to tell. Let's do it. Um, so over this past weekend, uh, I was, uh, hooking up with a woman. Whoa. <clears throat> so hold, keep it peaceful. Whoa, hold the applause. Whoa. Um, all right. Fair enough. I mean, I'm waiting for you guys to say it's awesome. No, but here's the, she said the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever had someone say when like mid making out and, um, so we were we were kissing and she stopped and she goes, uh, do you do drugs? And I said, um, oh, I smoke weed. Um, and she goes, oh, um, I'm on GHB right now. And I go, wait, uh, what's that? And she says, it's the date rape drug. Wow. And I... Oh, no. <laughs> you, gotta get, like, you gotta leave yeah i was like i don't i'm not into that i'm not i don't want to hook up i don't want to make it i don't want to kiss anymore <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm so not interested in the the by the way that's what women they don't men we develop the any one dumb thing i can say can ruin my chances with this woman at any point <laughs> Right. So we've built up a tolerance on like, just don't say something bonkers, wild, idiotic. Right. And, uh, and here she isn't like, she's like, she, and then I go, I'm not into that. That's what? That's weird. And she said, uh, no, it's okay. If you don't mix it with alcohol, uh, it's actually just like a, it's a good time. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, not taking that chance. Not even a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Dude, you can't. You can't. Like, that's so risky. Like, Worst just, pillow talk ever. But, yeah, like, you, man. You, all, you can't. You just got to. Brett, you, as soon as she says that, you just got to leave. You're like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I, don't, I, yeah. I, I literally started brushing your skin like get these fingerprints off this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude. dude. What, what is going to, like, what is yeah. she what am I going to say to the police? No officer. She roofied herself. Right, exactly. <laughs> because exactly. She, uh, she's into that. Like she then, thinks yeah. it's fun. And yeah, then she I, told me and I was like, cool. <laughs> no, dude. I just yeah, watched run. The, I just watched the Cosby doc. And it was like, I know a guy who would love you. <laughs> <laughs> and she, oh, she was like, do you, she, she's like, do you want some? I was like, no, I don't fucking no. want some. I don't, <laughs> fucking, I don't want to be roofied too. You fucking idiot. I, I like how she, she called it the date rape drug too. Like she's like yeah. the date rape drug. Like what? Just, <laughs> yeah. just the word rape when you're kissing yeah. someone, just boner killer. Wow. It's just a boner oh killer. Oh my God. Wow. That's, yeah. Uh, so, so that was, uh, that's pretty hardcore. That was a, a, the oddest interaction I had ever were I, I couldn't I don't know I don't even know how to process it because I'm like what did she fucking but apparently so I was talking to my roommate and he goes uh he goes it actually does GHB if you don't drink it actually does make you feel really good mm. um 
All right, now he said it does make nah. it feel good, and I was like, "The drug or rape?" Oh, no. <laughs> oh dear! It just um, sounds like a setup, you know. It just yeah, sounds like it would be like if like some woman was making out with OJ Simpson, and she's like, "Hey, can you put on these black gloves and just hold this knife for <laughs> <Yeah>. me?" <laughs> You'd be like, "I'm out of here, dude. I don't. I don't want to be a part of this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a wow. And I mean, obviously, that's not her first time. I would. <laughs> no, I would imagine being have um, hooking up, making out with a person, or uh, on being on GHB. But there's who needs about- to make sex better in that way? <laughs> there's something about Brooklyn dating that I find so weird. Like I, I, I hear the story. I'm married now, so I like. But I hear the stories that it's like. You just go like, wh- who are these? Like, it's Wonderland, dude. You're like, what the fuck is going on out there? <laughs> these girls are day raping themselves. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, what? what is this? They're just so like, oh my God. I would never. I just feel like I was like, where? Like, who are these people? Dude, I know. How I know. how confusing would that drug dealer must have been, by the way, when someone was like, hey, can I get some day rage up? And it's just a chick. And you're like, are yeah. you sure? This is- <laughs> <laughs> I usually only sell this to my male clients. Yeah. It this would be funny both, if you're huh? – oh, sorry. Sorry, go, go ahead. Go off, King. No, if, if you're a dude selling those, to, I mean, to anybody, and you're like, you're not going to use these for anything sketchy, right? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm just going to uh, be hooking up with a man and then throw that bomb at him. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad, I, you know, I'm glad she told me because, uh, like, I'm not going to, you know, I mean, I wouldn't keep fucking someone who passed out. So, yeah. Yeah, we're, but, we're against that here at the Odeer podcast, just so very, people know. Very against that. So, guys, that, we had a lot of fun today, but <laughs> <laughs> let's get serious for a moment. Sexual assault is not okay, no matter unless they're PSA, awake, <laughs> and then it's oh fair. Boy. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, no. there's, a, there's the oh dear. There's the oh dear. <laughs> I just want to draw the line. It's specifically we're against it with unconscious people, but you know, perfectly conscious people. I mean, come on. I, I did, yep. I did watch the Cosby doc. And, Me too. Uh, Why? Jesus. Why did people watch that? Why? Why what do you mean? Well, like, you know, what is <laughs> in it that we don't know? And like, well, there's a lot to, in it. It contextualized. Yeah, it was like four episodes, dude. It was like yeah. four one-hour episodes, and they only covered half the victims. <laughs> it kind of perfectly contextualizes everything, though, because. It really shows you – well, it, one, it, like I didn't realize that some of the accusers were so early on in this career. Yeah. Like sometimes you think, oh, someone got so famous and so rich that they just were so yeah. detached from society that maybe what they were doing they didn't realize was so fucked up. Like that's like a weird thing that I think people want to believe about – especially someone like Bill Cosby who was such like, a, like America's dad, everybody, you know. But – these allegations, like he became famous in 1964 and like the first allegation was like 65, 60, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this dude right. was just doing this shit his whole life. And the yeah. fact that only like 50 some women came forward is like, you know, there's 200, 300, 400 right. women yeah. out there. You know it. Um, and then one woman I thought was really interesting. She didn't even realize what had happened to her. Yeah. She went to Bill Cosby's. She fucking took a... Th- took a drink that he gave her, passed out, woke up naked and then felt like she embarrassed herself and she drank too much and she left. Yeah. 
And then well, after all these people come out, she goes, oh, fuck. I didn't realize that's what happened to me. Yeah, because he would be like he would drug them and then they would wake up like this one woke up naked in his bed and was like, what happened? He's like, you got too drunk and you and uh, like you got naked, like basically like right. just going. And then she was like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. I just like embarrassed, I embarrassed myself. myself. Huge yeah. celebrity. Meanwhile, this fucking dude, he really is like a monster, man. Like, right. Like he's kind of like pure evil dude like that's fucked up like the way there's just something i don't know what it is but it's like i don't know what i you kind of wish that like he would just openly talk about like why because you, right. you just want to know psychologically like why would somebody do that like what it, it's, it's a it's got to be a power it's a power thing because he's, the, the, he's a handsome rich famous yeah guy there's gonna be a woman who will sleep with him but yeah, of course, it's not just a power thing, though, either. Somebody nailed it. I forget who it was in the very last episode of the doc said, when you're Bill Cosby and you've become who you become, you think you're convinced that everything that you do is right. Because mm. that's the thing that I was struggling with with Bill Cosby. I was like, did he know he was wrong this whole time? Because it seems like so fucked up to do that to so many people without ever going like, like even the fucking that serial killer guy who they just got like he stopped for like 25 years before he killed like there was like a gap in his killings because I think he was like oh, I got to get my shit together. I know what like if you're a serial killer, you know <laughs> what you're doing is wrong. The serial killer yeah. went back to school. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I get my life together, man. Yeah, but like, this killing dude just, women. Yeah, this dude just kept <laughs> right. But this dude just kept doing it like what? And it's like and it goes back to like pull your pants up, like all those things that he was talking about. Yeah. He truly like he's such an egomaniac that he thought that whatever he did was right because he was him. That's 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 what it really comes down to. So, yeah, I mean, it was really good about contextualizing because like there's a lot of like it talked about the good stuff that Cosby did. Like yeah. when he first started working on his first big show like the stunt man that worked for him was just a white dude who they painted black. Yeah. And he refused to work again unless they gave him black stunt men. And that single handedly started black stunt men careers. Yeah. And it was such yeah, an important. Is- yeah. And there's like, there's a, b- a bunch of stories like that too, where he, you know, he was doing things that were very good for black people, very good for everybody. But you know, that's why it's such a complex thing to talk about, which is why I thought the documentary is appropriate because it's like yeah. we're not really good as humans at like contextualizing anything. It's either all good or all bad. Yeah. And that's yeah. just what we do. And yeah. the nuance of everything is like, yeah, he did a lot of good, but he was an absolute fucking monster. Yeah, it's interesting because like half the documentary was the documentary that they would have made had not. <laughs> had <laughs> yeah. And then the other half was yeah, the documentary everybody else wants to make. That's um, so funny that like they already had the documentary almost done and then it yeah. came out and they're like, oh, ah, we we can't. Can't. speaking we of that, what's release. what's really interesting is that the like they were done, they were about to finish rapping and then he got released from oh, prison. Right, right. Yeah. So that was another like interesting thing about that thing where they're like, oh, shit, he's out. <laughs> Fuck. I yeah, he is just that. out now, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, yeah I saw him at Equinox the other day. <laughs> getting it in, getting a workout in. Just imagine seeing Cosby just at your fucking gym or some shit. That is, uh, what is he doing now? Does he tour? 
I think he he wanted to. And that's again, I, I again, that's like the it goes back to like this just extreme narcissism of like, no, nah, yeah. I'm like I'm awesome. Uh, <laughs> my fans, people would love me. to hear from me right now. Of course, yep. like Bill Cosby tour dates. It's <laughs> my um, I I I've been doing this thing um, just in my house. Like there's this uh, my friend Danny J sent me this uh, or he used to play this like soundboard Michael Jackson soundboard. And it's just clips of his interviews. And it's just so creepy in retrospect where he's like, they're asking him like, so what do you like? Why do you go to bed with these kids? And he's like, what? He's like, we, um, I give them hot milk cookies. I, we read stories. It's charming. (laughs) My wife and I are just like always in the house just going, it's charming. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that she added that made it so much creepier was she just goes, what? It's charming. (laughs) Like just adding the what makes it so much worse. What? (laughs) It's charming. Who is that? It's uh, Michael Jackson. Mm, oh, okay. It's, it's, uh, it's from his interview he did. Like, It was like the, the famous interview that like kind of turned things for him, that made people be like, eh. It was like, I forgot who the journalist was, but it's this um, London, uh, a British guy, British Indian guy who um, did this interview with him, and uh, he was just kind of like, like asking him, like, so why do you let – kids sleep in your bed and he's like it just made him look like a complete creep and he's like what like people think it's sexual it's not he's like it's we we sing songs it's platonic yeah he's like we read books i tuck them in we have meal i give them hot milk hot milk is so gross to me hot milk is so gross hot god damn it we read stories it's charming you're like, ah, I hate That's you. why that Cat Williams bit about I like, I don't, I don't like that, but bitches do. And that's why yeah. I have it. <laughs> that's you know what I mean? And like, he has a fucking amusement park and he's giving kids hot milk. Like, dude, yeah. that's the fucking biggest red flag ever. That, that bit, that Cat Williams, Michael Jackson bit. There's a lot of comedians that do a Michael Jackson bit and there's some great ones, but that is the greatest of all time. In my I opinion. think I agree. I, cat, I agree. I don't know if I know Cat's Michael Jackson bit. He's basically saying that like he goes he goes fuck Michael Jackson. This is like when he was alive. When, yeah. When it was still kind of this like This is early 2000s. Yeah, when people were still on his side, Michael Jackson's mm-hmm. side. Cat Williams was like fuck Michael Jackson. Fuck that dude. I know I'm supposed to like him, but fuck that guy. He like he he sniffs little boys booty holes. Fuck him. <laughs> and he goes and he's like, "Listen, I like bitches. He's like, that's my shit. I like bitches. That's what I do. I fuck bitches. He's like, I have Alizé in my house. I don't drink no motherfucking Alizé, but bitches do. Now, what would Michael... (laughs) Now, if Michael Jackson wanted to fuck kids, like, what would he have in his house? I don't know. Maybe a roller coaster, some Ferris wheels. (laughs) It's the best. He's, like, talking about, like, throw pillows. He's like, I don't like that, but bitches do. He's like... (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, it's it's one of the greatest. Yeah, I gotta run, fellas. Yep. All uh, right. But this was well, fun, as always. Everybody, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to plug anything? Instagram, baby. Follow me, Nick Whitmer. Uh, uh, Breadcoin.org. Christian Duran Comedy for all your Christian Duran needs. Christian Duran Comedy.com for all your Christian Duran needs. 
Uh, dates will be available. We'll see you guys next week. Bye bye. Bye. Later, fuck faces. Whoa. Fuck heads. <laughs> fuck.